0: Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome to Storytime with Dave. I'm your host, Dave. I'm up here in the studio. You know, you hear that good sound quality? I'm alone today. The sound quality is always going to be better when I'm alone. Here's why. I don't use regular microphones, you know, that are like plugged in and like you hold them up to your mouth. I have a recorder that has two small microphones built in. So when I have someone else on the podcast, I just put the microphone between us I have to turn up the volume like the input volume so that the mic will pick up everything that we're saying which is fine and the sound quality is pretty good the only issue is that it picks up all the other ambient sounds so for like outside as I've done on episodes before you can hear the birds chirping and and uh, crickets and all that bullshit a, a bit more than I would like there's probably some things that I could do too to fuck with that and make it better, but whatever. I'm, I'm not an audio engineer over here. I'm just a guy. Continuing. I keep getting distracted. I'm sorry. I gotta get out of this house. I always say that. It's true. I mean, I don't have any money. any you, you move out with no money. Anyone want to let me? be a burden on you that'd be cool right anyone looking for a uh a live-in nuisance I'll be your nuisance preferably in the city high-rise and I don't require that much space but I certainly need my own bathroom okay so that's what I'm offering you I'll just be there and then you all you have to do is house me I'll just be there, and I need my own. I need my own room and bathroom, because I need a. Okay, I need a bedroom. I need a separate room for writing. The writing room needs to be lit from at least two sides. So this needs to be a corner apartment, high rise, twentieth floor minimum. I guess I'd be willing to settle from fifteenth floor maybe, but you'd be pushing your luck with an offer like that. So I want twentieth floor minimum, eightieth floor sounds great. Are there 84, you know, apartment buildings in the city? I don't know. Would that be expensive? Of course it would. But maybe, maybe you have a situation like that. You've got an open room that can be my writing room. I need a writing and podcasting room. It would be nice if you could supply with camera equipment, better microphone, better microphones. If I want to have people over to record, you should let me invite over whoever I want. If I want to throw a little party, At at your apartment that should be big enough to have a party. Two two floors would be nice. Two floors in an apartment would be nice. I always envision... I find that so cool. An apartment that has two floors. Like it's two floors, but it's an apartment. Because you never would expect that. I think that would be cool as fuck. You know? So here's what you can do for me. I will live there. You will provide me with the following. My own bedroom. The bedroom doesn't have to be that big. My own... My own writing room. This is the most important room. Writing and production room. With a camera. Nothing too fancy. $3,000, $5,000 camera lens can be less than $1,000. I'll even allow that. We're talking about an $800 lens. That's it. It's not going to cost you that much. So you're going to have to have that ready with all the equipment associated. And kind of like if you can give me a desk kind of area with like some comfy chairs so I could have people on for the podcast. And then and then um the two windows, but but the side where the studio is. Oh yeah, let's have the studio. Okay, let's have the table and then the backdrop of the table will be um the window so that you can see out so it would be even better if you can get us to like a very high rise apartment, like at least on the, Never mind what I said about 15th, 20th floor, I want at least the 30th floor because it's going to make, it's going to make me look way better. It's going to make me look way better, way more successful if I'm recording from a place like that. And then people can see the kind of view that we're looking at. Right. So that's all I need. And then my own bathroom, which I had already mentioned. Okay. So just the bedroom, writing room slash production room with the camera. Um, nice microphones. Don't cheap out on the microphones, you fucking Jew, please. And a bedroom. Did I just say that? And then that's it. And a bathroom. Am I just repeating myself at this point? That's all I need. And then just don't and kind of just leave me alone. I think the whole apartment, if it's like, if you own multiple properties, I'm, I'm not going to pay for it. This is the whole problem. That's the only reason I can't move out. It's the only thing separating me from not living at home with these annoying people that I love, unfortunately, whatever. I think they kind of manipulated me into it. I think it's kind of a Stockholm syndrome type of thing, if I'm being completely honest and frank with you. The only way I'm going to get out of here, the only thing separating me from getting out of here is money. So I just need someone to provide for me the... The thing, which is the reason why I need money, the only reason I need money is for rent. I can make enough money on my own for everything else. It's just the rent. Give me the rent part. Not even asking you to cover my health insurance, but that would be nice if you could put me on your plan. You don't have to. It's something to think about. It would be really nice if you did it. I'm not including that as part of the deal strategically. I know it can be expensive, but I'm saying if you have enough to afford this high-rise apartment that you're going to let me live in, then would it be that big of a deal if you were also just giving me some money on the side so I could pay for health insurance? Do I even really need health insurance? I'm a young man. My mom would be mad if I didn't get health insurance. Mine's going to run out in a few months. See, time is of the essence. Please take me up on this offer. I don't know if anyone who listens to my podcast has access to this kind of stuff. But regardless, maybe you know someone who does. And that's what this is about. It's about getting the word out. I need a high-rise apartment to live in for free. Spread the word. Let me know if you get any bites. If you hear back, I I need you to help me. I need you to be pulling for me. Out in the, out in the field, okay. And I'll be doing some some footwork myself, but I'm a little bit busy. Am I? I'm busy doing something. I don't know. Can you do it for me? That's all I'm asking. If you're not gonna house me in the apartment in that in the aforementioned apartment, if I used aforementioned correctly, which I'm not entirely sure if I did. I suspect that I did but I'm not entirely sure if I did. If you're not going to provide if you're if you're not going to prov- if you're really not going to provide that for me, really? If you're really not going to provide that for me, the least you could do is, you know, set me up, find me someone who will. The least you could do. And I I am asking so little here. I'm just asking for you to find someone who has a high rise apartment with all of the criteria that I'm asking for including the studio area that has two windows. It needs to be a corner apartment. You know, if that's the case, if that, am I asking too much? That's all I'm at. You find this person and then get them to agree to let me live there without ever meeting me for free. Is that a lot to ask? Am I asking a lot? Am I being unreasonable? I'm, if I'm reasonable, if nothing else, I'm reasonable, if nothing else. So I don't think that this is asking too much and it would be, it would be a big step forward for my career. And you got to think about that. How is it going to repay you? Hmm? What's in it for you? Well, promises that I'll only be able to keep in the distant future. And, it, and even then there's only a possibility that I'll be able to keep those promises, but they'll be lavish promises, luxurious. Okay. Can't be any more specific than that, but it'll come back around. I can assure you of that. And you might be thinking to yourself, hang on a second, Dave. I didn't think that you were thinking about a cough. I just had to clear my throat, but you might be thinking to yourself, well, hang on, Dave. Why wouldn't I just live in that apartment? You, you, You would say this, maybe you're thinking this, Dave, you want me to go out. And find you a rich person, clearly, who has an apartment set up like this. A two-story corner apartment in a high-rise in New York City. And you want me to get them to agree to let you live there? Why wouldn't... Why wouldn't... Why wouldn't I just live there, is what you're saying to yourself. Why wouldn't I just live there? Well, allow me to think of a reason why that's a bad idea. To hang on just one second. I'm thinking... I'm thinking, first of all, first of all, I'm a, I'm a, okay, well, let's just start here. Um, well, okay, hang on, hang on, on. let's, um, I feel like they want to hang out with me more for one thing. I'm not saying that to insult you. I'm saying that I've I'm I set a pretty high, high bar, in terms of like, really great conversations. The type of person who's gonna own an apartment like that is gonna want to talk to someone who's gonna be able to hold their own in a conversation. I'm not gonna be intimidated by their wealth, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna patronize them, and I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be a yes man and just agree with everything they have. I'm gonna be a reliable advisor for this person, whatever they do. Even if I advise them wrong, even if I have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm going to give them the honest truth all the time. And I don't know if you're going to be able to do that. So I think that there's a better shot for both of us. There's a better shot for both of us that this is going to go through if you are advocating on behalf of me instead of you. And then you can be one of those people that I invite over when I have my little house parties. I mean, my apartment, my high rise apartment parties, and also when I record podcasts. Unless I don't want you on my podcast, then you probably will not be invited on the podcast. And also, I doubt you'd be invited to the party. Because if I was throwing a party, I would probably only invite people who I would probably have on a podcast. You know? Because they're usually one and the same. If you're a friend, I like you. I guess you don't necessarily have to be a friend, even. There's got to be something there. And then I'll invite you on the podcast. What am I just going to invite a random person with like to a party or to my... Anyway, you might... Okay, so that would be the first reason, right? Why wouldn't you just get it for yourself? I know, it's a tough question. I'm trying to figure it out. Well, first of all, with me, we have a better shot overall. Let's be honest. And, and I'll, you'll be able to hang out. You can't live there. But I'll let you hang out. Unless I really don't like you. Then I'm just going to take it and I'm going to pretend... I'm going to take it. Here's what I'm going to do. If I don't like you, then I'm going to take it, you know, the apartment. And then I'm going to pretend like I don't know you anymore. But before I do that, I'm going to be telling you all along, like, dude, this is going to be so great for us. We're going to both be able to live there. I'm going to make you that promise, right? But I'm going to I'm gonna to totally just snake you. In the, in the most Jewish way ever. And I'll probably get some legal work involved. I might even get a restraining order against you. And I'll make up some story about how you assaulted me. Like emotionally or something like that. But I will get a restraining order. So it won't even be like I just snaked you. It'll be like I super Jew snaked you with the law. And so you're not even allowed on the premises legally. Wouldn't that be great? Like as long as I'm there. You're not even allowed on the premises legally. That's how I'd snake you. And I'm thinking, oh, well, and then you're thinking, oh, that's fine, Dave. Go ahead, snake me. I'll kill you. Well, I'll make sure you're the type of person who doesn't even have the chutzpah to pull off a kill. You know, I'm going to be very selective with who I snake. You never want to snake someone who could kill you. You want to snake someone who's too much of a pussy to kill you. That's the person you want to snake. Okay, so we've kind of got off track here. And I feel like maybe... uh, I feel like maybe I've made it so you might be even less inclined to help me out with this than at the beginning because I just pretty much told you that I'm going to snake you out of the deal unless I really like you. And if I really like you, there's no way you're going to be pulling this off because the people that I really like in my life are also, none of them are very powerful. None of them are very powerful. I don't think any of them really know powerful people. Some of them have rich parents and then maybe their parents can get me these connections, but it's not old money. Most of it's not old money you know? So that's going to present its own challenges. And then what other reason? So let's say you found the apartment. It's two stories. It meets all the criteria. And you still want to move in for yourself. Well, that's just kind of a dick move, to be honest with you. I gave you the idea. This is all mine. This is all my idea. You never thought of this. And you're just going to do that. And then you're not going to... Give it to me and you're not going to make the connection. Well, that makes you a snake Jew. So you got to ask yourself that question. Me personally, I am perfectly fine with being a snake Jew. And I know it's in my DNA. It's in my blood. It's not a choice that I made. You, you're probably not Jewish. I doubt it. I have a very small Jewish listenership. Okay. I told you I'm at odds with the Jews. I told you I go to war with the Jews. Okay. They don't like me and they certainly are not my audience. But why would I target an audience that only consists of 14 million people? That would be a dumb move. 14 million? No. My audience is the American people, okay? And I even extend it abroad. But I don't target just the Jews. I'd be a fool to do that. It's so limiting. It's so limiting. They do have a lot of money, but give me give me Give me give me the ticket sales, you know. Give me give me bigger shows, give me bigger sold out venues. I don't need just a few select, very powerful, rich donors. I'll do it the hard way, okay? Anyway, you'd have to be making that decision to be a snake Jew. That's what the difference is. You'd have to be making that decision to be a snake Jew. Are you gonna be able to live with it? I mean, I don't see that would weigh heavily on my conscience. I know that. And like I said, the only reason. Sorry, I just saw a book title and I thought I'd say something else. The only reason that I'm okay with it is because there's nothing that I can do about it. I can't determine whether or not I'm a snake. It's already been preordained or whatever. It's my destiny. It's my terrible purpose for any of my Dune fans out there. It's my terrible purpose to be a snake Jew. So... Obviously, it's easier for me to live with it because I don't have to hold myself accountable. I could just say, it's not my fault. I was destined to do this. It's in my DNA. For you, you're going to have to live with the fact that you did it and it was your fault. So, I don't know. Basically, I think I just gave you two really good reasons why you should not, you know, pull one over on me and take it for yourself. I think it would be better off if you did it for me and then... In the future, you'll probably receive some sort of compensation unless I don't like you or I think you're weird. And then I will pretend not to know you also frame you of some sort of crime that will justify me, um, you know, getting a restraining order against you. And so you legally won't even be allowed in the apartment that you are the sole reason that I acquired it in the first place, though I didn't acquire it. I'm just living with someone and they're not making me pay rent. Does that make sense? So this was not what the podcast was going to be about. I texted Nicole. I was like, what should I do the podcast about? She's like, you should do a podcast about UFOs. I was like, that sounds interesting. I'd love to. And then I was about to do that. And then I just started talking about this. And then I just like, and then we just went on this journey together. It was a riff. You know, I just caught something, caught a little momentum. Where can this go? I wondered, and so I embarked on a journey and you were there to witness it or you're here now. I mean, this is, it already happened by the time you're hearing it, it's long over, but you're here now, you're listening and you just experienced that just like I did. I didn't even know what I was saying. The words were just falling out of my body. There was no plan there. Okay. And we're at 18 minutes, and this is just going to be a short episode. This is going to be the end right here. So maybe I'll talk about UFOs next time. I'll just give you a preview. Don't you think that it's... Okay, ready? Check this out. UFOs. Well, other intelligent life on different planets. Don't you think, given what we know about the universe and the fact that there's there's so many in our galaxy, there's like millions of other planets in our galaxy, Right maybe billions, just in our galaxy. That's like our galaxy, which is just... And then there's tons of galaxies. Tons of galaxies. And the universe is ever-expanding. But you're going to tell me that we're the only intelligent life on all of these planets? That we're the only intelligent life? I bet... See, that to me sounds crazy. People might think it sounds crazy to think that there's life on other planets. I think it's crazy not to think that. I'll talk about it more when I do that episode, okay? But thank you for listening. I love you. Have a good one. Bye.